You are listening to the Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show, Orange County's only talk radio show dedicated to featuring nonprofit organizations and their leader, with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from the experiences of our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on the radio show may be the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of the program. If you'd like to learn more about advertising, call Rose Chamora at 951-515-4661. Our second guest is in the studio. She is the executive director of the Prosperity Center. Her name is Cassandra Novak Toby. Welcome to the program, Cassandra. Thank you, Richard. It's a pleasure to be here. Let's talk a little bit about your background. Can you sure. tell our audience a little bit about your experience, kind of what you got up to this point? How'd Absolutely. you get to this point? How to get to this point. Okay. Um, I grew up in Philadelphia. I'm the oldest of five children. Uh, as I often have said, being the oldest of five children, I do speak a little fast. Okay. So I'll try and slow down for the show. But when you grow up the oldest of five, if you don't talk fast, you don't get to say you anything. You don't get in, yeah. Um, I grew up uh, very entrepreneurial influence from a young age. Uh, I was selling my parents leftover uh, garden vegetables to the neighbors as a young kid. I had my first actual formal business when I was 12. Wow. Congratulations. My, thank you. What was it? Um, I was baking bread and selling it to the neighbors. Look I actually took orders and made the bread <laughs> and then delivered the bread fresh and warm the next day. Oh, man. And uh, my mom had two businesses of her own before I was 12. My dad left the corporate world when I was in high school and started his own business, which he still runs. So a lot of entrepreneurial influence growing up. And uh, by the time I was in my early 30s and figured out that I wanted to be in the nonprofit world, just a lot of pieces of my life came together. I have an undergrad degree in marketing and uh-huh. um, got the opportunity to work with some adults with developmental disabilities exploring entrepreneurship. And so all the pieces just kind of started coming back together. Okay. How did you get to Southern California and Orange County? Um, actually, I moved here because I wanted to be a makeup artist for film and television at the time. Okay. And I did that for a few years, but liked things to be a little more consistent than that industry can be from time to time. And so right. I fell back on my administrative things and landed in the nonprofit world. So let's talk about the Prosperity Center. Absolutely. Help our audience of CEOs and business owners running middle market companies to understand the mission, the vision, the purpose of the Prosperity Center? Absolutely. So our organization's mission is to work with disadvantaged individuals to help them become economically stable uh, for themselves, their families, and their community. And mainly because what we're doing is we're focusing on the idea that entrepreneurship can change the economy. It can. And it can. Uh, This idea that really the big businesses aren't always the ones bringing in um, the revenue and things to the organizations or the jobs. In fact, during the downturn, those were the ones with the most layoffs. Exactly. And the smaller businesses were more stable. Right. And so we really want to promote that, especially as a way to get out of poverty, as a way to change your economical, economic status. Okay. And so we provide training to what we consider disadvantaged populations. Those are individuals who are long-term unemployed, low income, English as a second language, veterans, people with physical disabilities. And that group has sw- swelled, hasn't it? it? Has this, this, the Great Recession really has created many more of those. Absolutely. Th- that is the long-term challenge for our economy, it right? It is, especially the long-term unemployed and yes. the veterans. Yes. Um, you know, we, are, we with the downsizing of our military forces overseas, we're going to start seeing a lot of veterans coming home, retiring from the military, and the jobs just aren't there. And a lot of the skills they learn while they're in the military actually make them really geared toward the idea of entrepreneurship. And okay. so teaching them how to create something out of their skill set that they're passionate about and create their own job, and then hopefully what we've seen happen 
happen is those veterans, as they grow, go on to support other veterans by providing jobs for them. Okay. So that helps that veteran community as well. Right. So this must be very rewarding. I love what I do. I, I... you know, I, I used to say, because I ran a very similar program for another organization, I used to say they, I could go without pay and do this. And then I started my own organization and have gone without pay to do this. <laughs> so be careful what you say. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there you go. But I love it. That's right. So there's, more than, there's more than money, yes, right? absolutely. Uh, and that's why we do the nonprofit show, to let our audience of CEOs and middle market companies understand the worthy work that so many hardworking individuals are doing to help members of our community Absolutely. and hope that some of them will get involved. Yes. And this one sounds like a perfect it's organization for entrepreneurs who built businesses to give back Absolutely. to help other people pay it forward kind of a Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. There's a lot of opportunity in So that. I understand one of your program is a micro enterprise development course. Yes. Can you tell us about this program and maybe how it's helping those who you're serving in the local economy? Absolutely. So um, as I said, our, our idea is all about business growth and business creation. And our 15-week microenterprise development course is designed to walk someone who is either very new in their own business or has not yet started but is thinking about starting a business. So our goal is really startups and up to the first three years. Okay. And we walk them through all of the basics of business development from understanding self-accountability and time management and communicating with your family so you still have one when your business is up and running to understanding marketing, all the new things that are coming out as far as social media, but even the basics of how do you identify a target market? Do you know that there's really a market for your product? How do you show and identify that through research? And then we get into... You're like an incubator then, We are you? very similar to an incubator without the space, so to speak. Right. And then we take them through understanding break-even point, cash flow, how to do projections. And the idea is that by the time they're done the course, they've actually written their full business plan. Okay. And then we, their final night of class, we set them up with an action plan on how to now take and put that plan into action and start their business. Those first three years are such a critical time they frame. Are. And they're so so many mistakes that entrepreneurs make mm-hmm. in those first three years, and some of them are fatal Absolutely. right? to the business. It's all about cash flow mm-hmm. and staying power, and sometimes you spend money on things, and you look back and go, boy, I wish I had that, that money, money back. back. Oh, and you can't get it do. back. It's gone. Exactly. Yeah. And, and a lot of that, too, in those first three years comes from the fact that people, there, there is some factions out there, so to speak, that believe that business plans really aren't that important anymore, right. or people just get get that bug, which is great, and you want that passion for your business, but because you can do the service or create the product, you think you can run a successful business, but people don't realize everything else that goes into making your business successful, right. and that's usually why they fail in the first three years. They jumped in with both feet because they knew the service or the product, but didn't know how to run the business. Right, and it catches up with them. Absolutely. Sooner or later. It's all cash flow in the, big, in the early is. days. Uh, Speaking of cash flow, Cassandra, and I'm talking with Cassandra Novak-Toby. She's executive director of the Prosperity Center. Where do you get your funding? Um, anybody, anywhere that we can. <laughs> so private individuals. Yeah, so we have some private individuals that have been with us since the beginning. In fact, followed me from the last organization I was with. Okay. Um, we also do charge for our course. Okay. Um, we believe in social entrepreneurship. We also believe in skin in the game. Right. And so all our students do pay on a sliding scale fee based on home income or their personal household income. Mm-hmm. And we do write grants, um, some of which we have gotten, some of which we haven't. That's well, the I nature would, of the grant world. Yeah, I know. But this, I would think this would be an area. This, this is the structural issue that has to be addressed in Absolutely. our economy. It is. We're, we're really focused on the idea of social entrepreneurship, and we are looking right now at designing some revenue streams Good. that may support our business. In fact, we're actually 
going to be doing our own pitch, so to speak, contest. We're creating the opportunity for ourselves instead of waiting for the next contest okay. um, in August. We haven't set the date yet, but we'll be announcing that soon for people that are possibly interested in investing in um, some of our new revenue stream concepts. Okay. Well, if you need an MC or any type of a that host for that kind of event, just think of me. I would I be will. happy to help you with that. Let me ask you about your guiding principle. We ask that question here on the radio from time to time. In other words, of all the things that you've learned and developed as skills, what's kind of your overarching philosophy or belief system that you're using to guide and lead the Prosperity Center? You know, sometimes it's hard to come up with just one. I, I There are different sayings and thoughts that come to my head. I think, you know, what led me first into nonprofit work at all was just the recognition that I needed to be part of something bigger than myself. Um, that when I came home at the end of every day, I needed to know, even if I just spent the day filing, that that was still part of the, you know, a wheel in the cog of something that made a difference in the world. Mm-hmm. And... I love the creativity behind entrepreneurship. I love that everybody I work with is different. And I think one of the approaches I take to everything I do, someone once told me that one of the secrets to success is to never to know that you're never, never the smartest person in the room. Yes. And I teach that to my students. I follow that philosophy myself. Even if it's somebody that's never run a business, they still have life experience and perspective to share with me that I can take and walk away from. So I kind of try to share that philosophy with people, and I think it makes a huge difference in how everything works. I believe in the power of peer learning. That's why I do this radio show. That's why I lead CEO peer groups for these kind of people that listen to my radio show, because just sitting around the table and having an honest conversation with other people who will speak candidly to you can be so impactful. Absolutely. And I think the hardest thing to do in business is to start a business. Yes. Nobody knows the business, nobody cares it doesn't exist that you know the world will go on just fine without you. It's really the entrepreneur who sees the need and is persistent and many times life gives you a lot of challenges to make sure you're really serious about it. And, and that really is almost even the philosophy behind the class and what we think we bring unique to some of the entre- other entrepreneurial training programs out there in Orange County okay. is that rather than just a one-time class environment, you're coming back with the same 15 people. It's a 15-week course like going to a college class. We meet once a week for three hours. Okay. So it's that same group of people that you're building a relationship with. We bring in guest speakers. Um, we have the instructors. So you, you're not only built, starting to build a business now, work, but it's almost like a mini think tank. You come in and say, well, this is who I think my target market is, and the person next to you goes, well, I'm not in that group, but I'd buy what, you're serve, what you have. And, right. Or uh, I'm well, in that group, and I wouldn't buy, buy what you have. Exactly. Right? That, sometimes you need to hear and that. And you need to hear that, too. It's so, hard for friends and family to say that And it you, is, right? absolutely. So I think that's one of the, the things that's the benefit to the group that we create right. through our program. Well, that's exciting. It Maybe is. I'll be a guest speaker sometime. I would love, I would love that. No, I, well, let's talk about a challenge facing your organization. Organization, Cassandra? Well, I think like any startup, any even a nonprofit as a new organization, one of the largest challenges is just getting heard and getting out there. And, um, you know, an opportunity like this for us is, is priceless mm-hmm. to be able to share what we do. Uh, as I mentioned, I actually ran a program very similar to this for another nonprofit in Orange County for five years. Okay. And when that had some leadership changes we just didn't kind of fit the mold anymore and we were let go and i just felt that what we were doing was important and needed to keep going but like any company that has a branding change you know you can imagine what that's like when you're staying with the same people i essentially have gone out and rebranded and so getting our name recognized again getting people to know we're still here getting to build up that clientele when we left the other organization we had a waiting list of people to get into the class now Mm -hmm. i'm trying to get to that point where we're known that way again so both social resource or 
financial resources, human resources, and just getting the marketing word out there again that we're here and we have something to offer. I love the name, the Prosperity Thank Center. You. Did you? I did. Okay. I did. Makes sense. I, you know, I just, I feel like that's what it's about. I, I think so many things talk about success and I, I feel that sometimes other people try to define success for you. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to stay away from that word. I felt like prosperity was a better idea um, where people, what I want to encourage people is to define that for themselves. That word is defined more by yourself, right? It is. And I, you know, so when our students living a prosperous life, exactly. And you know, when our clients come in, we tell them you need to define this for yourself. You you know, a lot of our clients are building that family based business. They're building that thing. They want to go through their family for generations. They're not necessarily looking for their get rich quick sell something in two years and make three million dollars. Yeah, what's your exit strategy? Gee, yeah, I'll die. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna exactly. die. I'm gonna leave that's it to my, my kids. Exit. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And and that's what we're building, that family unit, that um, entrepreneur, that that taco shop down the street, right. the um, web designer that's a solo entrepreneur. Those yeah. are the types of things we're building. And you can build a important. great life with a family business. You can, absolutely. And, and you don't have to build it so you have an exit strategy no. where you get a multiple. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our third and final commercial break here on Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show. We'll come back with Cassandra Novak, Novak Toby. Hey, she's the executive director of the Prosperity Center. We've got a few more questions, so don't go anywhere. We'll be back in less than three minutes. There's something positive about the word up. When things are looking good, they're looking up. When someone's down, you cheer them up. So how do you move up? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up, Brandman University. Brandman is ranked by U.S. News and World Report as one of the nation's top 10 universities for online bachelor's programs. Brandman's online graduate programs in business and education also receive top honors. So look us up at brandman.edu. Brandman University. Move up. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.svnonline.com. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I just wanted to share with you my experience as a member of Center Club. Many of you know that I've been a member of Center Club in Costa Mesa for over four years. I hold my monthly CEO peer group meetings, my annual executive conference, and my daily meetings at the club. I found the staff to be professional and courteous. 
My guests enjoy meeting at Center Club with its newly remodeled meeting rooms, the fantastic formal dining room area and the casual dining area, as well as the state-of-the-art common areas. If you're looking for a place to conduct meetings or host events or maybe even meet some of Orange County's more successful business leaders, then consider joining Center Club in Costa Mesa. For information regarding club membership and holding private events there like weddings, bar mitzvahs, and other events, birthdays, visit the club's website at center-club.com. That's www.center-club.com. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 13,000 copies of our show in the past 30 days. And for that, I'm truly appreciative of your continued and growing support. Cassandra Novak-Toby is our guest. She's executive director of the Prosperity Center. I wanted to ask you a couple questions here in the last 10 minutes that we have on the program. Can you talk to us about the Orange County entrepreneurial ecosystem? What is it, and how can others get involved in learning about it? Um, I think ecosystem has kind of, an entrepreneurial ecosystem has kind of become a um, jargon word. To okay. be, um, I actually first heard it reading a book by Brad Feld, who is very, a tech entrepreneur and venture mm-hmm. capitalist out of uh, Colorado. And he talked about it from the perspective of bringing the investors, the small business people together so that they're working to build that community themselves and that it just like any other ecosystem you have the big fish the little fish all those different pieces that fit together to make things flow and there's an organization i'm involved with called the california association for micro enterprise opportunity it's similar to a trade association but they work with organizations like mine all over the state to promote micro enterprise growth and they're starting to coin the term the do-it-yourself economy which I love. And the idea behind that is very similar, though. It's this idea that our economy is really going to revive and grow based out of support and people making the right choices to support small business and independent businesses. And, for example, uh, there was some studies done. Uh, one was done in 2012 in Salt Lake City where they found that the more locally owned businesses returned about 52% of their revenue back to the community through sure. taxes, charitable giving, jobs, etc. where the big box retailers in the same area were only returning about 14% of their revenue to the community. It's the same conversation we've had about uh, investing in U.S. companies versus foreign Absolutely. companies, taking the profits and taking them back out of the country. This is taking them out of the local economy. Absolutely. Makes so, point. Yeah, so like it's that. it's really making those choices. If, you have, if you're craving tacos tonight, you know, no offense to the big people, but you can go to a chain retailer that's all over the state and the country, or you can go to, um, you know, Jose and, and family Jeanette's family-owned right. taco place down the street, and right. which is going to have not just an impact on that family, but a bigger impact on your local community. And making those choices... And, and very often, you're not only making a choice that's good for your community, it's often better for your pocketbook, and it's definitely usually better for your stomach right. and your health. And, and I find customer service tends to be at a higher level Absolutely. when you're dealing with the owner or family or a close-knit of employees that have been with them Absolutely. than a chain that tends to hire uh, temporary employees absolutely. who are you know just phasing through and maybe not as attentive to customer service. I absolutely agree. It, your heart's in it. Your name's on it. It, right. it means more to you. Right. That's powerful. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna look into more of the the do it yourself economy because last week I heard an economist saying that within 
and I want to say 10 years, it may be less, mm-hmm. that fully 50% of the people in the, in the United States will be self-employed. Absolutely. And that and that, that is actually uh, a good thing, because if you look at the arc of uh, American history, it's only a recent phenomena that so many people went to work for corporations. Okay. Most of the time, it was a local blacksmith, Smith. or it was small businesses, Absolutely. agrarian society, and that we've just, that was an artifact, that mm-hmm. maybe 100 years had happened, if that long, of people working for corporations, mm-hmm. and now more and more people are realizing, and the economy is kind of forcing you to build your own business. Absolutely. Okay. And it's, it's, you know, it's the early 1900s all over again. And, you know, then we had the great, de- you know, after the Great Depression, right. we had a ton of entrepreneurs come back. We've had our own Great Depression, so to speak. And, I think so. And people are going back, even if it's for a secondary income. So you have an exciting event coming up yes. on July 23rd. Yes. It's the uh, Entrepreneur Idol. Correct. Okay, so I, I get the idol piece, <laughs> but tell us, what can we expect? So we wanted to do something that wasn't just another dinner, because <laughs> we know everybody does those. Right. And we wanted it to reflect who we are. And everybody loves shows like Shark Tank and those kind of things. Absolutely. So what we decided to do was find a way through our event, not only to support the organization, but support our past graduates. And so what we do is we invite two or three or four of our graduates to come back. And after the dinner, they actually give a five to seven minute pitch explaining why they became an entrepreneur, what they've been, how they've been able to build their business as a result of the class. And most of them now are two or three years in and they're kind of starting to hit those potential pivot points right. and they're struggling a little bit. And so rather than a panel of judges, we have a panel of coaches. And after they give their presentation, we, the coaches give them about five minutes of quick feedback on growth strategies or if they've proposed a growth strategy, whether that's a good way to go or not a good way to wow. go. And then the audience as a whole is where the idol part comes in. Actually, are all given ballots. And they, they <laughs> rate the folks on their presentation style and their business concept, essentially giving them different scores. And we tally those all up before the night is over. And we give the... Um, they all get something, but we have different packages for first, second, and third place. And they're a combination of business services like web design and marketing assistance and bookkeeping assistance that people have donated yeah. their business services to help our clients continue to grow. Wow. So it gives them some exposure to get new clients, and it uh-huh. also gives them the opportunity to get some growth potential um, and assistance in the next past their pivot point. So somebody out there is listening and they say, I want to go to that or I want to get involved in that. How do they get more information on Entrepreneur Idol? Um, they can go to our Facebook Facebook page, which is the Prosperity Center OC on Facebook, and okay. we have links to our Eventbrite page for that. The tickets the went on Prosperity South Center, Center OC. OC. That's all one word? Mm-hmm. Okay. In uh, Facebook. On Facebook, okay. exactly. Uh, and there'll be links to our Eventbrite ticket sales for that. We also want to make the offer, if you would like to email me at cnovak, N-O-V-A-K, hyphen, Toby, T-O-B-E-Y, at theprosperitycenter.org I will review emails from people who tell me why they want to attend the event and I will select someone to get two free tickets to the event. There you go. For your listeners. There you go. And so if you're listening to this as a podcast and it's not the 23rd, uh, July 23rd 2014, there's still a chance. There's it, still a chance, absolutely. Okay. And um, and we are also still looking for sponsors. We're still looking for silent auction items. So okay. if you're a listener and own a company and you'd like to get some exposure, um, we're looking at uh, having 150 to 200 guests who mm-hmm. would learn more about your business. Where will the event be? It will be at the American Legion in Newport Beach. Okay. And we actually will be giving, taking 10% of the proceeds that night and dedicating it to scholarships for veterans or people with disabilities who want to take our course. This is such great work. I'm 
glad you didn't uh, decide not to continue to pursue this Thank when you. you had the opportunity to, right? Yes, absolutely. When life gave you a chance, chance to, to give go up or, or go, so, yeah, <laughs> and you chose to stay in the I pit did. fight. This part of the economy, these people need our help. They do. Because we'll have a vibrant economy again, and we'll have, quote-unquote, good employment numbers, but there will be a whole section of our population that will be forgotten. Absolutely. Right? Because they will have dropped out of the workforce, long-term unemployed, returning veterans, people who just, for whatever reason, are not going to be reengaged. And we, the participation rate in this economy of people that are working has to go back up. It does. And we need full employment to be full employment. We do. And in there are ideas of, for businesses from people who just need a voice. Absolutely. And a helping hand, right? Absolutely. You know, it's it, a lot of those folks, one of the most moving things a client ever told me, he actually was presenting about our program, and at the end of his speech he said, what means the most to me is not just what I learned about how to start my business, but I learned to believe in myself again like they believed in me. Wow. And I think for a lot of those folks, that's it. It's not that they don't have the knowledge and the skill set to do it. It's They've been told their whole life they can't. Mm -hmm. And to come through our 15 weeks and learn and have their knowledge reinforced, but the whole time being told, this is great, you're on the right track, you can do this, it it gives them all the confidence in the world to go after what they're passionate about. And they wouldn't otherwise. This is only one of the many reasons, ladies and gentlemen, why we do the Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show every month. And so if you know of a worthy nonprofit that would gain from being exposed to our audience of CEOs and business owners of middle market companies, then please... Go to our website, Critical Mass for Business, and suggest a guest. We're always looking for uh, Crystal Nunley, our producer, is always looking for a new guest for the Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show. Cassandra, I can't thank you enough for the time that you've given us and being a friend of the program and you're part of the community now. And so we're going to stay in touch with you and learn more about the Prosperity Center and the fine work that you're doing. I'd like to thank our engineer for today's show, Paul Roberts, for engineering the show. We had a lot of moving parts here in the studio today. Crystal Nunley is our, <coughs> excuse me, our producer extraordinaire. She does a fine job. Social media is done by none other than who? Who does it? Melissa Padania, of course, I know that. And our marketing strategist is Asia Celestino. As I said earlier, our VP of sales is Rose Chamora. And I'm Rick Franzi. I'm your host of the Critical Mass Radio Show series. And until the next time we have a chance to talk, Here's hoping that all of your decisions will move your business in a positive direction. You've been listening to the Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show, Orange County's only talk radio show dedicated to featuring nonprofit organizations and their leader, with your host, Richard Franzi. 